Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the new and pre-owned Renault, Dacia and Opel range. And a car finance specialist on site to arrange a finance package that suits your budget. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie. Welcome to Late Lunch on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. Isn't it just gorgeous? Long may it continue. It is to continue. I just see a bulletin coming out from uh, Met Aaron that they expect really nice weather to set in now and that's just marvellous, isn't it? Hope it continues. I always say it for months during this time of year. It just leaves you in good form, doesn't it? Welcome to the show. Lots coming up over the next couple of hours. Just had a call there before I sat into the seat here uh, on the show from an unknown number to my phone. Not joking you, unknown number. They must know we're talking about this today because Declan Bailey is joining us and a lot of people are getting these calls from uh, scammers and spammers at the moment. But did you know there are ways within your phone to actually uh, mitigate against these uh, hackers and villains that are trying to get into your uh, bank accounts and steal from you. Anyway, Declan's with us a little bit later on in the show. Lionel Richie is my artist of the week. Uh, We'll hear more from Lionel in terms of music and story. Sheila O'Flanagan is on the show today. Oh, she's just fantastic. What a woman. Book number 29. 29 books. Uh, Three weddings and a proposal. We're chatting to Sheila a little bit later on too. Pat Ford is here just after two. You won't want to miss him. He's Ireland's foremost expert on bullying and he's talking to me on the show about all aspects of bullying today after two o'clock but first up on today's show I'll give you the numbers first to contact us 086-1800-658 take a note of the number WhatsApp or text us or you can call in on 1850-715-958 we have a great story for you to start the show today and I'm joined on the line by Mary Byrne Mary Byrne is with me hello Mary hi how are you I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Mary, let's go back. It's this day last week, last Thursday. Just tell us what you were up to in the afternoon. Uh, just me and my wee boy, we went uh, for a wee day out. So took him up to Crownfield Beach. And then on the way home, we stopped off at McDonald's where um, he was just sitting, eating, went to put his stuff in the bin and started choking. Um. Nothing I could do was helping him. I tried everything I thought I was doing right. Um, lots of people had stopped off to help, jumped out of their cars. Nobody could get the food out of them. There was no noise, nothing. And then um, this man just came along, grabbed him by the two legs up in the air, 
upside down and got to say dislodged. So Save the day. Save the day. He certainly did, yeah. So you were just on a day trip out with your youngest son, Johnny Og. You were at the beach and you decided decided to call McDonald's in Newry. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you were sitting outside. It was nice to sit out. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, because you can't sit in anyway at the minute. I don't know whether you can. Could you have sat in? No? Yes or no? No, no, I didn't have the way up and I thought Yeah, 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 so you were, you were outside. So you were having your meal and it was towards the end of the meal. And uh, Johnny Og, what age is he? He's five. Five. And he was eating away and food got stuck in his throat as he went to the bin. Did you see him struggling at the bin? Did he try to make his way back to you or what happened? No, he was just standing with his back to me and I called him. And just when he turned around, he was just he was just staring at me. couldn't make a noise. He, he just he wasn't gagging, doing anything. It was just nothing. And, of course, I panicked. Done all the wrong things, I think. Mm. <laughs> you know, just, just went into panic mode. What else would you do? That's the natural thing for most of us to do, to be honest with you, Mary. I know there was a woman came to your assistance. There were two men then on the scene quickly as well, but they, yeah. they weren't they weren't making progress. He was still struggling for air. Yeah, and I had him over my knee, sort of bent over, and um, then this man just came out and over, really, and um, just saved him. He saved him. Well, this man or that man is on the line and I'm delighted to say hello to him. Gabriel McKenna, good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Saul. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. And Gabriel, of course, is a brother of the famous Nigel McKenna from the uh, Kilcurry area of North Loud. Just to context this man. Gabriel, tell me this. What were you doing yourself? Were you at McDonald's having a bit of grub? I uh, went into McDonald's there and it was very packed. It was very busy with a big load of cars all piled up. And I say, I'd not wait here. I'll go around to the front because you'll be waiting a long time with the with the fast foods there with the, so much traffic is about there too as well. So I head on in and I just get out of the car and I... It was keeping me eye in front of me, and then I saw the 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 the, the lady there, uh, Mary there, in an upper state there, and the other people trying their best to as well to survive the young child. And uh, I I can't hang around here and see a child in the state like that there, and the mother too as well. So I have to try and do something. So I went to playing, uh, and I I got the child and put the child up. Upside down, two feet up in the air, and and uh, but but his back towards my stomach, and uh, 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 try so much uh, to get well, much that was clogged up in his throat to get out, and a fraud came out, and then we bit the chicken and liver or uh, skin, and then the main part of the, the whole lot was the the the, the dog. Uh, they came up too flat. The uh, nugget uh, that was stuck in the stout I was last came up from from the stout to, to each crater. Mm. And, I, and I said the prayer at, at the time when I was saying it. Uh, Little flower, show your power every hour. Sick of Jesus, have me quest. That's that's the the the, the, the saint. Uh, Theresa is the saint of, of children. Yeah, they call on to help me, and and thanks be to God, uh, it did help. And uh, I'm sorry so. Lifeful for the mommy and and the daddy that the son is alive there today to tell the tale what happened and 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 I thank very much uh, 
that, uh, as I said, he is from from my heart of the saints in heaven. Oh my God, you're a very religious man always. So you invoked that prayer as you were in the middle of this manoeuvre. So you picked him up by the legs, had him upside down. Did you give him a jump in the back to... to was that part of the procedure? It was, yeah. And then, uh, then I put him up up and down. You know, like uh, we say, like we you, you, like that there to get it out of his throat there. But not upwards, downwards. That'll come out, 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 out of them. Yes, and it did, and it was, it was a chicken nugget that got lodged there. And as you said, you saw part of it first, and then it popped out. It must have been some relief when uh, you knew you had it. Yeah, it was some relief. Uh, I'd be sort of breaking down in my own way, way be feelings, uh, but they, they, they do as well. But they. I'm so happy uh, too for for the parents. Uh, mm, I know. Yeah, uh, that, that uh, the will of God was there to save the child. And, yes. Uh, as I said, the prayer is marvelous, and as I, it was a miracle they they tell you that uh, what happened to the child to come out all that he went through and his fair mother too as well. As yes. Yes. It was a shocking si- situation and pandemonium, as Mary said a moment ago. Did you, have you done first aid or did you ever see anything like this before or where did this come from to do what you did? Well, uh, it came there things uh, I'd done before and, uh, well, mostly, if I say now, if I was, uh, in a panic situation, uh, likes of when the be used to be down at the boxing there. You see ones at boxing and things like that there too as well. Where you had the Eddie Sharkey and Ben Wallace them times there too as well. They would know what to do when they be boxers and that. They yeah. lose the breath and things like that there at boxing and things like that there. But most of all, I uh, just came to me at the time. Uh, to do that too as well, and and as I say, the very much of the help, the help of of miracles does happen. And, yeah, and, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know. But anyway, the boxing you were saying it was that you did the boxing yourself. You were involved with the club there. You've seen this in action uh, uh, in the past. But I'll tell you what. Uh, one thing here, uh, Gabriel, it's a different scenario when you're thrown into an unexpected situation and you have to act immediately, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, 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 every every second counts, and uh, if you're not uh, acting up in some seconds, uh, it could go go either anyway. Yes, but it went the right way. Stay there, Gabriel, for a moment. Mary, you're listening to your hero there, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely he is. Indeed, that's what he is. Yeah. For for yourself, you said it was pandemonium. Of course, there was panic. Your child is choking. Uh, when you saw this man come in and do what he did, I'm sure they could have done anything with him to try and shake this thing free. You didn't mind. Oh, you know, I don't even think at the time I realised what was happening. At the, you know, he just, I just remember him just putting him upside down. I don't, I don't even know where he came from. He was just, he just seemed to appear, you know, mm-hmm. just at the right time. And and for Johnny himself, you know, when when it did this lodge, what happened in those immediate moments after you had it out? What was his reaction? Did he speak to you? Was he just upset? What? Well, he, he sat for a while and then he said, he said, thank God it wasn't me that was choking because I would have been too fat for Gabriel to lift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Children, you can't count account for them, can you? My God. So he said if it was Mammy, Gabriel was in trouble. And you were in trouble too, is that it? Yeah, he says, thank God it wasn't his mummy. Yeah. What a boy is. Any chance he's 
would he be with you? Is he there, no? Oh, he is there. Would he have a little word with me? Put him on there. Hello. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Good. Dear, last week, a week ago, God Almighty, what did... Yourself, you're, you're five years of age. What did you think when the nugget got stuck? Um, I, I put the fork to the nugget in my mouth. Yeah. And you put and in like, two, two, it was... I, I put, like, like a, like, a tiny piece in my mouth. And then I put the whole thing in my mouth. And it was too much? Yeah. And you tried to swallow the whole lot together and it got stuck? Yeah. Oh my, oh my. And uh, what do you say to, you know Gabriel is on the line there, uh, he's been talking to us and telling us the story. Do you want to say something to Gabriel today? Uh-huh. Thank you, Gabriel. Gabriel, a lovely little thank you there for you. And I, I, I just wanted to say to Johnny there, uh, you're an angel and you're very special. The God saved uh, to you as well, and 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 I'm so happy and uh, thankful to, to 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 God in heaven. Uh, and uh, as I said to you, for you've been here today to tell the story to as well. And the time you came, uh, you, your mommy, and your daddy uh, to the house and uh, thank me so much and that there too. It was a nice heart that you had to. You didn't forget about me what I done. And I appreciate that very much uh, from, from my, my heart and with the president of the card and uh, uh, and the balloon and and and, uh, 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 and then they hear your voice that day to your mommy uh, that can I go to the park the park uh, beside me in Collyhanna there uh, can I go and play that made my whole day to see to hear your voice saying that mm. there too. Ah, isn't that lovely? And I know, Mary, you ha- you didn't uh, you met, of course, for the first time, Gabriel, in these unforeseen un- circumstances. But you had to look him up then. You had no contact details, Mary, for him. Yeah, um, I had asked him his name a couple of times. I think I just couldn't remember what he was telling me at the time. And just before I left, I asked him again and uh, tried to find him on Facebook. But of course, he wasn't on it. So um, I just put a um, just a post up on my own Facebook and. Within 24 minutes, I had about 60 messages about Gabriel from his neighbours and how good of a man he was. And um, so one of his neighbours went to him and said that we were looking for him. So we had arranged last Saturday to go up and meet him. So Mm. that was lovely. It was lovely. And you're very thoughtful. And you hear how appreciative Gabriel is of you calling and the the lovely card and gift and the thanks. And he's just so delighted uh, that Johnny's been able to, you know, talk to us today and be well after this uh, complete trauma. Johnny, just a second. I want to ask him something again there. Johnny, hello. He's there. Hi, Johnny. Just to ask you a, a couple of things. You won't cram your mouth with food again? Mm-hmm. No. Yesterday, my had a chicken burger. <laughs> yesterday. And, and, like, and, and I chewed it up. Okay, so you had a chicken burger yesterday, didn't put you off, and you were fine with it. You had it at uh, a nice pace and chewed it well, and everything went down well, and there's no issue. You'll go back You go back to McDonald's again, I take it, would you? Yeah. Oh, of course you would. <laughs> what child wouldn't, that's for sure. Mary, just back to you for a second. And we want to say as well that in the aftermath, this happened in an instant. The, the staff at McDonald's were very kind in Yuri. 
up brilliant, yeah. Just everybody that was about and the wee manager and uh, Mary Paul, he was just brilliant. Um, we went to see him on Saturday as well, but um, yeah, just so thankful to everyone. It just could have been a whole different story today, you know. It certainly could because time is of the essence, but there oh, you go. Yeah. A, a, an unknown stranger, an angel. He talks about his faith and we hear the faith that Gabriel has, but he was right. an angel this day last week, yeah. Mary. Definitely his namesake, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Well, listen, it's a, a, a great story and all's well that ends well. I, I, I wish Johnny all the best for the future. This, uh, this day uh, a week ago will go down in history and be talked about all his lifetime and Gabriel McKenna will always be in the hearts and minds, I know, of the Bourne family as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. You know, with, with swap numbers and he, he's going to call down and see us, so he, he'll always be welcome here. There you go. A new friendship, a new bond has yeah. been formed. Gabriel, you're a hero. Uh, thank you very much <laughs> to as well. But the the heroes, as I said, is up in heaven. Ah. And, and I just want to say, it was okay. Uh, I just want to say hello to all the good neighbours I have in Cullihanna there too as well and all the people that knows me. And I just want to say hello to the, the Johnny's mommy and his daddy too as well and, and especially uh, 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 Johnny uh, yes. he's very special Ah he is indeed listen you're a great one you really are you're one of a kind Gabriel McKenna well done to you and to Mary and Johnny Ogburn thank you all so much for joining me on the show today and I wish you long life and health and happiness to all thank you indeed Thank you. And thank, thank you, you too for having us. Not at all. Much. You're very welcome, Gabriel. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a wonderful, wonderful story that is. The panic. The panic. Can you put yourself in the shoes a day out, a little treat afterwards, and you don't expect it. A nugget, a chicken nugget. I love an old nugget myself, especially with the sweet curry sauce. I really do. But you know, you've got to chew them, and children, you know, love them as well. But it teaches us with our food to chew, try and eat slowly. Here's the fella talking that woofs off everything. What am I? Who am I to preach or tell you what to do? But it is. Honestly, it's a frightening situation to find yourself in. And well done to Gabriel McKenna again, whose manoeuvre dislodged it. And the child, Johnny O, could breathe again. Great story and uh, it's just uplifting, isn't it, to hear uh, a story where there is a very, very happy ending indeed. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Stay with us this Thursday afternoon. Great story. If you want to get in touch with us on the show, 086 1800 658. You can WhatsApp or text me to the show. Yet yeah, mea culpa. Thanks for uh, pointing that out to me. The McKenna family, they're from Kilcarely. Yes, they are. I think I said Kilcurry. You know, I get mixed up in that neck of the woods. They're from Kilcarely. I know that, just to clarify. And a message in there say, saying to us, oh, Jerry, what a great uplifting story. Well done to Gabriel. He is a hero. He is indeed a hero. We ever in a situation like that, Louise, an absolute panic situation? I just actually, just since you kind of said it, I just remembered Katrina once when she was a child swallowed a coin. Mm. and there was panic stations but thankfully a doctor was there attended to my father at the time so just but I panicked yes but you didn't what do you mean I didn't you were in a situation there at Christmas weren't you oh not my that, god not that yes Christmas, but Christmas before Christmas before last I was I was in not a choking but one where a man had collapsed uh, I went for a pint it wasn't on a Monday evening I think it was just before Christmas with Paddy and a man had collapsed we were in McHugh's out the back and his heart had stopped and I had done the CPR here here in Mm. October wasn't about October and little did I think I'd be plunged into that situation and I I think I said it at the time you just like Gabriel did there you just what happens something clicks in 
and you just go in and, and do what you had to do. Yeah, but it doesn't with everybody, Jerry. You know, I'm mm. just wondering how it clicked with you after just, just doing I, I, a little bit here. I'd just panic and just freeze. I would. I'd well, just freeze. There was pandemonium in the place. I remember that day and people were running about and I just went out and there were people standing looking, doing nothing. And I just got in and did the CPR and kept going until the services arrived. And he survived, which was the mm. gr- fantastic thing about it. But I don't know. It was just one of those things. Autopilot. You know that thing? Mm. It's just autopilot. I was so glad I had had the training so recently. But look what Gabriel did there. There were people trying yeah, yeah. to dislodge that nugget in the child's throat uh, but couldn't but by God he didn't hold up by the legs and down and, yeah, and a no, manoeuvre into the back as well and isn't it terror for Gabriel his boxing days you know yeah. going back to then and, and and there's a little addendum to that story isn't it they, up yeah. in uh, in South Down there uh, they've heard about this yes yeah. um, the, the vice mayor or Yes, up there in, in, in that Muring, area yeah, the has uh, there was, there's been so much kind of feedback and interest um, that she has organised a CPR course in the coming weeks and Mary is definitely going, going to, to take attend part. It. I say to everybody, it's well worth doing. You know, it is well worth doing. But God almighty, the little lad, he was gassed there, wasn't mm, he? With his, explaining he shoved it all into his mouth. Did you hear him <laughs> saying the chicken? And it got stuck. It's and you know the way a little child going over with a handful of stuff to a bin, he probably just did because he couldn't carry everything. Yes. You know, he, he, I'll eat it all yeah, and then get rid, get rid of, of it. it. And, and it got stuck. Yeah, all oh, the... It, it's a frightening, frightening situation mm-hmm. to find yourself in. It certainly is. There's no doubt about that. But uh, well done to them all. It, it, it is great news. Mm-hmm. Just something I, I, I spotted there. I see Pfizer now are uh, developing, besides the vaccine, what they term will be a pill for COVID. Oh, yes, right. Yes, they're working away on it that uh, uh, you'll take this pill and it, it will deal with COVID. Anyway, isn't it great news? The vaccination programme is flying along, as we mentioned. Um, there have so many people have opted to have it in this country. It's wonderful to hear. And I encourage everybody to get your vaccine. It's making a difference. You can just see in the numbers, the numbers who are ill in ICU and hospital, uh, the uh, absence now almost entirely of disease in the elderly population in nursing homes and vulnerable as well. It's all down to the vaccine. Don't believe any of this other oh conspiracy stuff at all because it is conspiracy and look what vaccines have done I say again in the world there's an outbreak of measles now in, in the states in the part of the states and there's real worry about it there really is get your vaccine I say it again today ASAP anyway we're heading to news and weather at two in the company of Christy Pat Ford will be with us after two he's a brilliant man all about bullying but let's have a little listen to the wonderful Christy that's a great one right on Christy right on Now, Stop the Bully Ireland is an anti-bullying service which empowers and gives people of all ages the tools to deal effectively with bullies and bullying. It's the brainchild of one of Ireland's leading anti-bullying advocates, Pat Ford, and Pat joins me on the show. Hello, Pat. Hi, how are you? Pat, listen, your prowess as a martial arts instructor preceded your work in this field of bullying. Was it it that took you down this road? Yeah, it was, to be honest with you. Look, I have a lot of history with martial arts. I'm involved with, with uh, traditional martial arts for over 32 years. So, yeah, look, obviously, look, I mean, you know, a lot of people send their kids to martial arts because they want them, you know, they, they want the kids to look after themselves and be able to stand up for themselves. And I suppose going back around kind of 2006, 2007 time frame, you know, there was a lot of people coming to me and, I suppose one of the reasons that parents would tell me they were coming is that bringing their kids to me specifically was that, look, that they were concerned that the kids might be getting bullied, 
And they wanted the kids to be able to start, you know, to speak up for themselves and deal with it in a, in a way that, you know, isn't going to make the situation worse. So, yeah, kind of, look, I'd always kind of spoke to the kids about assertiveness and standing up for themselves. And I suppose, look, you know, down to, over the years, you know, I got the opportunity to go on to England and I spent some time um, with charities over there that were helping a lot of young people. And I suppose, yeah, look, just things evolved for me. Since then, and I suppose, look, if you look at my, my, my week, now it's a good example. I've literally just come off a Zoom, uh, Zoom another Zoom call with uh-huh. a classroom, a six-class six group. I work with a lot of groups with our Irish shoes. I've been more for this week with groups. And I meet a lot of families, to be honest with you, that are, you know, experiencing issues, especially now it seems to be kind of after lockdown. This kind of stuff seems to have, you know, have escalated an awful lot to be perfectly honest with you you know so i'm kind of in contact with people all over the country Mm. with with regards to this stuff isn't that interesting i want to ask you this um is there potential in all of us to be a bully from we're born and as we grow up and is is this something that's learned i think there's two parts to that i think yeah it can be learned behavior we can certainly be influenced by the people around us you know peer pressure Peer pressure can take a massive, massive part in this. Um, some people are very easily led with their friends. I think parents. Um, I think look by, by, by our nature, people in Ireland, you know, we're talkers. We like to sit around and have a cup of tea and have a chat about things. Sometimes that's positive. Sometimes kids might pick up on things that they shouldn't hear or we might say things ourselves in front of kids that they shouldn't hear, you know, and kind of have to ask yourself the question, okay, if my child copies what I've just said in school or they copy it amongst their peers, is it going to get them into trouble? Might people, you know, might people, you know, kind of think badly of them, you know? So sometimes, yeah, look, sometimes it's learned behaviour. As I said, you mentioned some of us, you know what? Yeah, sometimes it might be in our nature, some of us, that we can look. None of us are perfect, as you know. Mm. You know, we all have our good, good sides, we all have our bad sides. You know, look, I know as a person, I'm certainly not perfect. But, yeah, look, I mean, it's a bit of a grey area sometimes. I go into a lot of situations where there are, is a lot of bullying. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to draw the line between, okay, who's the clear bully, who's the clear target, because... You know, when you get into conflict with somebody, it's it's very easy to, um, you know, to, to muddy the lines a little bit. And I think, look, you know, again, it, it, it can be a learned behaviour, not always. But, yeah, it's, you, know, I, I, you know, I'd agree with what you're saying. Look, yeah, it can be learned behaviour. Mm. And, you know, it can also be a bit of a grey area sometimes with regards to who is the bully and who is the target. So I suppose kind of for me... What I do, look, it's kind of quite varied and I'm kind of looking, it's quite detailed sometimes. I'm actually in the middle of writing a book about this stuff at the minute. And I suppose, look, what I try to do is, is, is generally just make life easier for everybody. Yeah. And and that's what it is about, getting in there and helping in the situation. I'm thinking about my day and I'm going back a few years. It was physical only and you either ran, which I mostly did from the bully or avoided or else a bigger bully came along and knocked the head of that bully and he (laughs) took over the patch like the Lion King or the domain of lions. You know what I'm talking about? But today it's far more complicated and you touching at the physical end, psychological, the verbal, the cyber aspect of things as well. This is really invasive because really I can't you yeah. can't run away from it, Pat, anymore. 
No, you can't. It's and, and you know what? It's like it's a very, very scary. It's a very concerning area for me because look, only the other day I was with like really, really young kids, and look, you know, like parents always say to me, "Look, geez, what you do is brilliant," but it doesn't affect it doesn't affect me or it doesn't affect my child. And then I asked them, okay, like you know, you know, look, we've all just obviously, you know, we're kind of at different stages coming out of lockdown. Like people are giving their kids technology at a very young age. The kids are bringing it into their bedrooms. And it's just crazy because you don't know, obviously, look, you know, it's very easy for a child to make a mistake or do something that might be offensive or hurt somebody else online. But, you know, when you see so many people and they're giving, look, I've just come from a classroom there on Zoom where, you know, a lot of young kids are on Snapchat, on TikTok and things like that. And... You know, you people are giving. You know, people are giving the stuff, this stuff to their kids, nearly kind of unrestricted. At sometimes, you know, you mm. don't know. You might have a nine-year-old child, but their Snapchat, pro, their Snapchat profile might think that they're eighteen or nineteen. Yes. You know, so there's a lot of very dangerous practices that are going on in every home around the country. To be honest with you. And parents, as you know, in a way, struggle to to deal with this. But look. Uh, the, the subtle side of it too we got to mention because there is a subtlety in this in a way with groups of people the way they can make it uncomfortable for people yeah. in you know the, what I'm talking about in a social setting the way they can isolate especially children of an age isolating others because they just don't fit in or uh, spite or jealousy yeah. that aspect of it is is really difficult yeah, it is. It's, it's a very, very tough one. And I, I, again, it's something I deal with quite a lot. That kind of feeling that you've been pushed out or mm. somebody not quite including you in the group or, you know, are just indeed just individuals that for one reason or another just don't seem to gel with each other, you know. And you're right. Like, I mean, sometimes, especially if, if somebody hasn't had a bit of history in the past before, like a dirty look from somebody or, you know, kind of, you know, a, a boy or a girl with kind of a, a nasty enough kind of rest and face, it can do a lot of damage. Mm. Simple as that. Something as simple as yeah. that can trigger it. But the good news is this, and this is what you work at, just to, and it's so deep and there's so much in it, but just to touch on it, confidence, self-esteem, assertiveness, you say, and you know, are the keys can this be taught at any age? Can you recover a situation where somebody just feels lost because of bullying? Yeah, you can. 100% you can. I mean, look, this is a cycle and we, we, we can break it. And it's something, look, I'm, you know, doing it all the time with people. Any of your listeners that are concerned about it, you know, if they want to find any more information, give me a shout. There's no problem there. But yeah, 100%. And I think, look, you know, that assertiveness, the, the confidence, you know, like to me, like one of the four, look, things are just reopening for families. You know, kids can go out, do sports, we can go out, we can get out, we can get active again. And look, I think, look, it's important for any parent who's listening now that if your child, if they are getting bullied or if, the, you know, if there's stuff going on, or regardless if there isn't, you know, we need to be taking advantage of this stuff as it opens now because it's a natural way, a natural remedy to kind of help build confidence and self-esteem with kids that they're away from screens, they're out and about doing things, they're mixing with people their own age. Mm. It's giving them a chance to socialise. And the other thing as well that it does, you know, is if they are experiencing an issue, if there's something going on that you're, you know, that you're kind of having difficulty with, it's a natural way of just distracting from it as well. 
Okay, because, you know, with the best men in the world sometimes, you know, we can let our issues take over our complete lives. And, you know, just by, you know, as I said, getting out and getting active, it's a nice way of just kind of de-stressing from it. And that's, look, I think kind of look after lockdown specifically, look, you know, mental health in this country, it's 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 very scary and it's very worrying. I mean, look, I, I, I travel the country, I'm Limerick-based, but you know, I've been meet, meeting a lot of families um, the last couple of weeks in particular, and I actually physically had to change where I was meeting people because, you know, I was meeting people by the River Shannon. You know, it happened to me a couple of times where I was out meeting, you know, very vulnerable families, and there's an emergency on the river. Mm. You know, so, you know, yeah. I think, look, yeah, the this stuff, it, it, it can be dealt with, you know, and I think, look, we need to be positive that it can be dealt with, dealt with. A lot of people don't quite know how to do it yet, and that's kind of where I'm stepping in. And I'm in the process of kind of taking things a bit bigger and, you know, getting what I do out there to teachers and to coaches and parents all over the country and wider, to be honest with you, because, you know, I, th- I think, look, as I said, it's a cycle of behaviour, it's a cycle of a lot of things, to be honest with you. And I meet a lot of families where it's been a running, it's been a running um, pattern between, you know, maybe parents that have gotten bullied and then it happens to their kids. Look, we've all had instances you described, when it did, or, you know, what something that we, our generation would have been familiar with, that kind of tough school environment that we went to. Yeah. And I think because of that, a lot of our generation, we're not equipped to deal with it. We yes. don't know sometimes how to parent it. You know, and I suppose what I'm doing is kind of breaking that cycle with people. Mm. You you mentioned there uh, one thing uh, that's pointed when I listen to you is this whole thing of being stuck in technology all of the time be it at home or out and about and funny enough you mentioned I was out for a walk yesterday evening and I just happened to notice three young girls I'd say they were early teens sitting on a wall about a metre apart uh, and their heads stuck in their phones that was it outdoor lovely evening you know what I mean but the heads stuck in the phones if that were one recommendation you would make would it be to you know create space leave time to get into what you're saying there the real world you know what? A hundred percent. And it's like, look, I mean, restaurants and things are reopening now. And isn't it funny? Like you think, I remember like my last couple of family meals that I had out and like, okay, we don't bring the technology around, but you always spot the families where the parents are on the phones, the kids have pads in front of them. Mm. Now, like the teenagers you described, look, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm on social media. I yes. enjoy it. WhatsApp was brilliant for me to keep contact with my friends. You know, we're, we're working a lot through Zoom still at the minute, but there's a time and a place for it. You know, I make the analogy with people. It's like fast food. You know, we all like our treats and we all like getting nice things, but we have to balance it, you know, and it's like even with your, which, and again, I would say to parents, you need to lead by example. There's no point in telling your kids, look, that you have to, you can't be on a screen or you need to go playing if we're sitting down looking at our phones all night, yes. you know, that there needs to be downtime from this stuff because, you look, know, okay, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, there are some positives to it, but there's a lot of detrimentals to it as well. And, you know, it can be addictive. You know, again, I was only with a, with a class group um, earlier on this week where, you know, I, I did some stuff with kids in a school group and then I actually met with their parents on Zoom that night. And like, you get, like, very third and fourth class, you know, girls in particular, and they're telling me, look, you know, don't snitch on us because we're actually, you know, they're actually online much later than their parents think they are, you know, that, yeah. 
you know, the parents are, are literally giving them this stuff to go to bed with. Mm, and that is a real no-no. It, it, it really is. Look, just before we finish up, and I know you have something else to get to now, I want to uh, just mention this because it is another aspect of your work and it's very important. You also deal in the whole area of workplace bullying and many people are bullied in their jobs. Yeah, they are. They are. It's something that pops up kind of quite a lot. And it's funny, I, I did a few, um, I did a tour around Ireland a couple of years back where I was in, you know, I was one of the chains of shopping centres. I, I was in there, I was there to deal with people that were experiencing bullies. And like at the outset, I thought, yeah, this is going to be all families coming to me, but it's an awful lot of adults. And yeah, it is. Look, it, it's those kind of situations in life, school and the workplace where we're stuck in together. Um, you know, that's that's a very, very difficult area for a lot of people to deal with. You know, maybe sometimes companies or schools, you know, like school, maybe, I think a lot of companies are kind of a little bit behind the education system in this country as to how they deal with it because it's one of these things, you know, that I suppose nobody wants to admit that's going on. Yeah, and it's a hot potato for a lot of companies to uh, to deal with. I, I do agree with you there, and it's kicked to touch or, you know, overlooked or not uh, dealt with, and then just the situation mushrooms, and it's much worse in the long term. Anyway, look, uh, it's nice to touch base to you, Pat, today. I wish you well. I know you're working on many projects and uh, a new book on that as well, and I'll remind listeners, if you want to find out more, it's a great resource, stopthebully.ie, stopthebully.ie. I thank Thank you for joining me today, Pat, and good wishes to you. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks very much. Not at all. Take care of yourself there. Pat Ford making huge strides across the country in the whole area. The wide gambit that is bullying. If you have anything to say to me on the show today, don't forget you can get in touch. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show. 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Thursday afternoon. It's great to have your company on the show, whether you're, you're listening to us on your radio, on your smart speaker, online or on the app. Get the LMFM app. Take it with you wherever you go and you can listen to us here on the station from morning to night anywhere in the world. We'll be back in late on late lunch in just a moment. Emily Sanday and next to me, Scotland's finest 2012. Number two it made in the UK charts. Yes, I have your message here. I'm holding on to it in case uh, you think it didn't arrive or I'm not reading it. Listener, on to me about a social welfare scam on the phone. We're talking about scams and spams with Declan Bailey, our IT expert, after three on the show. And I'll raise that point with him when he joins us on the show. Kevin's been on to say... Jerry, I hope you're right about the vaccines. Remember, this vaccine has only been developed in a little over a year, not like the other vaccines for other viruses. Don't believe everything you hear. Well, the way it is, Kevin, I understand why it's been developed in a year, because the resources of the world and the scientific brains of the world were put onto this. For other vaccines, underfunded, left drifting along, didn't count because it only affected so many this affected everybody and that's why there's been speed in development and the one I got, the Pfizer, is based on the RNA technology which is a new technology, I grant you that but they've been working on this for years in the background and they've known it had huge possibilities and it's now been applied to the Pfizer. As I said here one day, if I arrive in and turn into a turnip, well, you're right, I'm wrong, but 
I'm confident. I'm confident the turnip won't be at the microphone anytime soon. Anyway, you can record that and keep a note of it on this day on the uh, 3rd of June. Is it 2021? Yours truly said that. Thanks for your message, Kevin. Love to hear from anybody and everybody out there within reason, of course. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text is the show. 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. And remember, out of hours, if you want to get to us on late lunch, send us a message, comment, Suggest a guest or a story if you have it for us. Late lunch at lmfm.ie. That's the email address. Late lunch at lmfm.ie. Take a note of it. Still to come on the show, yes, I mentioned scams and spams with Declan Bailey. My artist of the week, Lionel Richie, is on the way soon too. But first, after this short break, I'm delighted to say she's back with us on late lunch. Oh, she's loved the length and breadth of the land in Europe and the world, I have to tell you. Yes, she's our very own Sheila Flanagan with our brand new book. Now, I mentioned she is one of our best-loved authors, and all you have to do is turn uh, over the first page of our new book, which is called Three Weddings and a Proposal, and when you look at the list from the first one, suddenly single, right up to this one, Three Weddings and a Proposal, I had to do get out a calculator. There's 29 of them, and when she produces another book, she'll have to go to a second page. Sheila O'Flanagan, hello again. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I never add up those numbers myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I do, to be honest with you. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing consistency since 1999. You have the secret. And just reading uh, this one, the new book, I have to say, what you have is, and this really, I think, sums you up, if you don't mind me saying, you have the ability to create these fantastic characters that are so relatable and their problems and circumstances we can just empathise with them, Sheila. Well, I, I hope so. Like, you know, I mean, when I'm writing the books, I, I want to write about everyday people. That was the whole reason I started writing the in, at the start. Do you know, it was the first, mm. the whole reason that I, I sat down and I, I thought about the lives of women that I knew and the things that mattered to us. And, and not just women, though, the things that mattered to me. And, yes. um, you know, I... I try to make them about people who could be anybody. I'm mm. not trying to create, you know, characters that, that are so glam or so amazing or so anything. I, tr- I try to make them that they could be anybody. Yes, and you've done it through the years and that's what sets you apart, may I say. Well, tell me about this Delphi Mertens, <coughs> uh, the uh, central character. Listen, you've picked up here on, on one that people would be familiar with. Delphi's the career girl. She has it all. The high-flying job. She has romance. It's not on the back burner. They come and go. But the rest of her family, really, Sheila, are the uh, typical, uh, like the rest of us, they're married, they've settled down, they have, have children, but not for Delphi. Oh, and really what I wanted to write about in this one was somebody who was perfectly happy with that because there's a bit of a, an assumption or a judgment made that if you have a great job and you're very happy doing that and, you know, you're living your life like that, that there's still a sadness to you if you're not married or deeply involved with somebody. And I wanted to write about a woman who was actually, you know, was quite all right about it. But of course, her family thinks she's missing out big time and, um really, uh, I, I guess, you know, a very unexpected event happens in her life and um, it does make her have to question all her beliefs. Um, but I wanted to write about somebody who was doing that in a way that was true to herself as well. Mm. You know, she's not sitting there crying every night saying, oh, my God, am I doing the right thing? She's kind of trying to sit there and say, 
what do I really want? But of course, there's a whole heap of other things coming in at her at the same time. So sometimes it's difficult for her to to know what she really wants. Yes, and and in the course of the story, uh, there are events that make her step back and think. And of course, she leaves that great job that she's in as well. And it's a sort of a watershed time in life. But you know what you touch on, Sheila, may I say? It's this uh, question of... Can, and I don't mean to be sexist here, can women have it all? You know, the family, the high-flying job, everything that goes with it. Well, I think it's very difficult for anybody to have it yeah. all. And that's that's one of the points of this book is it is difficult for anybody to have it all. And sometimes you don't want it all. So sometimes people are saying to you, but you have this, but you should also want that. Or you're missing out if you don't have something else, you know. And I think particularly that happens with women. That if you have a good job, people are saying, uh, but you're missing out on having been married and having children. Or women who are married and having children, people say to them, you know, but what about your great career that you used to have? Why aren't you doing that? And sometimes you have to say, which of these things is making me happiest? Mm. And she's not alone. Martha and Bianca there, you know, her uh, partners, if you'd like to call it, no crime in it, haven't they? A great life, to be honest <laughs> with you. And then on the other hand, she stuck Piggy in the middle. Conrad, our former boss, you have his wife, Martha, and the new model, the 21 model, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Bianca, and she's stuck in yeah. the middle. <laughs> she is, she is. And this is the thing she has. She actually, And it's another interesting one, I suppose, really. You know, sometimes when relationships break up and you take sides and because of the position that Delphi is in she can't really take sides uh, and she actually sees their you know the issues both of them have from both sides of view because she's looking at it from from a completely different angle but it's hard for her to to stay friends with both of them when uh, they have completely different relationship with her boss yeah for sure and there are so many strands to this as well and uh you know, I don't, I'm saying no more. I don't want to spoil anyway. It, it's, a, it's a hell of a story, so it is. And you've woven it brilliantly. Again, as I say, with the absolutely believable characters. It could be you, I, or anybody listening today that finds themselves in these uh, situations. And of course, three weddings and a proposal. Sure, even in the title alone, wouldn't it just encourage you to get in there and find out what it's all about? Look, it's out at the moment and it's flying high for you again and it's available all over the place. Tell me this. A blog tour. How does a blog tour compare to a real tour? Oh, well, it's very nice because it does mean that people that you wouldn't normally get to talk to, you do talk to. But I absolutely miss coming out and meeting my readers face to face. And I cannot wait until we get back and do the real tours and go on the signings again. I'm, I'm just desperately looking forward to doing that. Mm, I think most authors are. It's one big thing they miss. The launch and the going out, the meeting, the readers, signing the books, the interviews. I suppose it's a busy time as well, but it's the highlight. It's the icing on the cake after you put in the graft, as they say. Now, you saw your sister, I see, for the first time in a year. You were very happy. Oh, I was. I was. I mean, we had actually glimpsed each other from the cars and, you know, from very socially distant um, you know, got one leaving my mother's house and the other driving by. Do you know what I mean? And mm. we hadn't spoken. We hadn't we hadn't got close. We hadn't got closer than, you know, even further than two metres in over a year. And so um, that day, that the first day that we had the lovely sun, we were sitting out in the garden. She was, we were still distant, but mostly, yeah. but it was just lovely to sit down and talk and 
you know, honestly, I can't say how fantastic it is to be able to be closer to the people that we mm. love again. By God, we've learned that because, you know, in previous times when you'd hear the doorbell ringing and that, you'd say, oh, my God, here we go again. But we only realised, actually, how much we are, you know, social creatures and we need people in our lives. I was just looking at your reaction there. It was, it was really touching and lovely to see. And it's been experienced all over the country. Hey, you're big into the tennis, are you? Um, well, I'm big into the watching the tennis. I don't play tennis much. I play badminton, although we can't do that because that's indoors. But um, I do love watching tennis in the in the summer. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm watching Roland Garros at the moment. Um, so, well, not right now, but, you know, <laughs> yes. at the moment. Yeah, no, I um, noticed you had something yeah. to say about Osaka and this withdrawal from the French Open that you're watching because of uh, not wanting to meet our media obligations. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really tricky because people are saying, you know, that's part of the job and that's all very well. But, I, you know, I, I just think that whole drag you in to talk about something really of if you've lost a match, drag you in to talk about it. And people asking you, why did you lose when you've only just lost? Mm. It's just really, really difficult. And it's fine, I think, when you're older and you have more experience. But she's like she is only 23 and we've been talking about the mental health of our young people and we're talking about people of that age. So I think, you you know, you have to have a little bit of sympathy and understanding and, and maybe, uh, you know, maybe it's the, the start of another discussion about people's mental mm. health. And I think after the time we've had, um, that's more important than ever. And you were saying to me about going out and stuff. I am never going to say, I'm never going to turn down an invitation again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you, Sheila, there all the way, I have to say, for sure. But just on the tennis, you know, we'll get into a little sport here. Um, Some of the other seeds have fallen, especially in the ladies. You know, all the big numbers are gone. Does it open the way for Williams? Well, do you know what? I would never rule her out. I think clay is not her best surface. It's harder for her to move on that. She's not as good on that. But it certainly has opened up. The draw has opened up huge. I think the women's is very strong in that they have an awful lot of women um, who are at a very high level. You know, they have greater mm. depth maybe than the men's tour. And uh, I, I think it would be difficult for her she's very determined you'd never rule her out no 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 she's been so close within touching distance but uh, maybe she'll get it this time around you play badminton you mentioned I played it for years myself I was a regular in Whitehall Road never played in Baldoyle that was sort of after my year but it's a great game isn't it badminton mm-hmm. oh fantastic and fantastic and of course I've played in Whitehall Road many of the time myself and indeed up in Drogheda and um yeah, Drogheda and Dundalk, they were, you both used to have fantastic tournaments mm. that we that we played in. And so I miss that hugely, I must say. And yeah. um, it, it'll be really September, I think, before we get back playing and we probably won't I'd have a competitive s- season yeah. this year. But, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting off me lardy behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Sheila, come on. Don't be, no, don't be knocking it. Don't be knocking it. Sure, anyway, you will get off and it'll be even more enjoyable when you get back. You must have played in the Star and Crescent here. They had big tournaments in Drogheda and oh, the I Badminton did. Hall. Yeah, the Badminton Hall in Dundalk I and the did, Ramparts. Absolutely. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and the Ramparts, absolutely, ah, yeah. I did. And yeah, you had some great tournaments. Um, had. I can't remember the name. One of the other clubs had a super, super tournament yeah. around Easter time as well. Yes. Absolutely. But we always had great times up mm, there. It's real social as well, besides the playing. That's the one thing about the game of Badminton. But I think it's on a little, uh, you know, it's not as big as it was at one time but look at it comes in waves and that's the way all these things go you were giving out as well about the Litherton in Dublin I see with the crowds were you giving out about that? I was only saying I wasn't really giving out about it but I was saying that we are desperate aren't we and it's yeah. not 
entirely the fault of the people because there aren't any, you know, we have, we're really poor with them, with litter bins and stuff like that. And you go into loads of other continental cities and they have huge, big areas for litter bins, um, like really big, big bins, enclosed bins. And we have these little yokes that, you know, honest to God, you'd fill them up in no time. So it's, it's not surprising, but we are so bad. We're bad at the whole concept of the outdoor outdoor city living. And I think, you know, again, with everything that's happened, we're going to have to revisit that and, and think about our cities and think mm. about them as outdoor spaces a bit more. True. Well, I often think even in the countryside, the amount of stuff that's dumped and thrown around, we're shocking. We really are shocking for it. But I agree with you. It's a, it's a time to put the thinking caps on and re-look at this again. Well, anyway, here you are, number 29. 30 is going to be a significant one. Is it on the way? <laughs> Well, I am working on something at the moment. Um, I, I never talk about them when I'm writing about them because I'm never quite sure how they're going to go mm. and what direction they might take. But uh, I, I am back at the at the laptop. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, that'll be a, a really special one indeed. Well, I'm not surprised this has been received so well because it's another uh, hit for Sheila Flanagan, may I say, in music parlance. It's called Three Weddings <laughs> and a Proposal. Number one best-selling author, book number 29. Pick it up and enjoy. It's a terrific summer read wherever you're going or even if you're out in your back garden, as Sheila said, and enjoying the company of people once more. Congratulations on it. It's always lovely to talk to you and I wish you well. Look forward to chatting again with number 30. Thank you so much. Great to talk to you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's the brilliant Sheila O'Flanagan there. I have her book. I'm going to give it away in a moment. Stay with us on Late Lunch. Sheila O'Flanagan's new book, Three Weddings and a Proposal. I want to give it to one of you. You love this book. She is such a brilliant writer, this woman. I can't recommend this book highly enough to you. Here's the question. What's the symbol for a 10th wedding anniversary? The symbol of a 10th wedding anniversary. What's a 10th anniversary known as a symbol? It's a stone. Anyway, answers please to 086-1800-658. That's 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me your answer please with your name and details and I'll pick somebody before we leave you at 3.30. Louise, we were talking about online a little while ago there with Pat Ford and bullying. Did you see the story of the English cricketer Ollie Robinson yesterday? No, did what you see did this? What did he do? I was, I was, I was um, watching the other incident. He had to Twitter. come out and apologise. He's a great cricketer. He plays for England and they're playing a, a series against New Zealand. And out of the blue yesterday, some posts that he posted online when he was eighteen reappeared. And he had to come out after the game yesterday and apologise profusely for them. Uh, they were of a racist and other type of nature as well. He was 18 at the time and he's in bother for it, to say the least. So it just shows you... You have to be very careful. At any stage, for your career, in life or whatever. But tell me this, what, what do you think about this? Say somebody's teenager or whatever and they post something and 10, 15 years later, they're doing well for themselves and that reappears. Is it fair? I don't think so. Within reason, because as a teenager, you just go through so much, you experience so much and, you you know, you can go wild, you can, mm. you're learning. I often question that, you know what I mean? That And, and people change their minds, they change their outlooks, they become change educated. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that you have to allow for that as well. Mm. But I often think at times that people are absolutely pasted and hounded mm. for something historically that is in the past. I'm not saying if they carry it with them and it's live today, well, sorry. But, you know, you know I, what I'm getting at. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. But, I, 
you know, it depends on the post. If you just put a really a, like a hate post when you're 18, I I don't I don't think that's there's an excuse for that. Yes. You know, a hate post is a hate post, but like, you know, other tweets, you have to kind of give them a you bit of a do. break if they're that young. You do. You do indeed. You know, and I just think he's paying the price for it now, but it shows you it's never, it seems it's never deleted. It, it's always Who locks them up though? Who trolls through like Oh, listen. 30 listen, years. Listen. listen stuff you, like. Well, I tell you, how does somebody, you know those funny things that pop up all the time when something happens and somebody puts up a funny cartoon or something like yeah. that. There are people all the time out there, you know, in that vein of things and they're funnies and they're enjoyable taking the you-know-what, the pee out of uh, situations and people. So you can only imagine people are at that all the time. Sure, there are people looking for things on others to actually take them down. Yeah. But you know yourself, Jerry. like in 20 years, I don't know how old he is now, but say 20 years ago, what he wrote might have been accept. You know, mm. things change. PC he was eighteen. He's in, it's probably about ten years ago, maybe mm. a little less. It's you know he was eighteen. Society at the time. changes. It does. Things that were PC ten years yep. ago aren't now, or yep. vice versa. But there is a warning. You know this. Employers are looking at these mm. things all the time. You know, and there's lots of jobs coming up now, and people would be applying for them. But you know, they do look back. Be careful. What Mine you are post. all boring. Be careful what what you say. I'll have a look this evening. I'll report Burn back food. to late lunch listeners tomorrow. <laughs> Leave that with me. I'll do a bit of research myself on Air Louise. I'm only gotten indeed and I won't be doing it, to be honest Jerry, with you. Jerry, you'll fall asleep after two minutes. You'll be that bored. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, still to come on late lunch, Lionel Richie's story, Lionel Richie's story continuing and uh, these scams on the phones. We're coming back to them because they're, uh, about, they're all around the place as we speak at the moment. They're happening mostly on a daily basis to many people coming up after three but taking us to news weather and sport at three it's one republic and stop and stare stay with us Louise explain this to me will you because I'm on a bit of a conundrum here although I think I've sorted it out Sheila Flanagan's book three weddings and a proposal I asked the question what is the symbol of a 10th wedding anniversary and we're getting mixed messages uh, yeah that's because most anniversaries have two things Whereas, you know, the 10th, what was the 10th? You were getting two answers there, was? Well, I was thinking diamonds. Yeah, well, most kind of have something else, like it was diamonds and tin or lace and emeralds or that kind of thing. Yeah, so, it's diamonds and tin we're yeah. getting. Lots see, of answers mixed. And some... Yeah, you had kind of... You see, Jerry, you're the kind of person that will give their partner all the diamonds and all, whereas oh, I'm the one you. that gets the tin foil. Uh- <laughs> don't mind her <laughs> don't mind her at all not at all anyway diamonds are tin what we decided to do we, 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 we're just so kind in here and we're so accommodating we took both if you sent in diamonds if you sent in tin and some people sent in both and we just spun the uh, old wheel again and it stopped today on Therese's, or Therese Smith Therese Smith from Millgrange Green Ore that book is on its way to you you love it Therese I promise you Sheila Flanagan's three weddings and a proposal thanks to everybody who uh, answered and we do appreciate you participating every single day here on the show now my artist of the week is Lionel Richie and following the halcyon days of the 80s Lionel pulled back from a relentless schedule recording little and performing less the 90s went by into the noughties when he once more with the album Coming Home and hit single I Call It Love enjoyed chart success 
in the States especially. On Into the Teens and his 10th studio album featuring 13 duets of his own songs with other country stars topped the US Billboard 200 chart. He was back. And in this neck of the woods, Lionel played Glastonbury. Oh, I remember it well in 2015 on the Pyramid stage on Sunday afternoon to an audience of 120,000 to universal acclaim. He became a judge on the revival of talent show American Idol in 2017 and subsequently went on a 33-day tour of North America in 2019, which was a huge success and completed just before COVID closed down the world of music and entertainment. Today, I'm winding the clock back to 1992 and the first single from the album Back to Front. Here it is. Lionel Richie, do it to me one more time. Love the song. Yeah, Lionel, my artist of the week. And we'll be back to Lionel for another one and more about him to conclude his story on Late Lunch round about this time tomorrow afternoon. But up next, phone scams and spams with Declan Bailey. Summer's here, so it's a great time to visit your local carryout. Derek's been on to say he got two messages last evening saying unable to deliver the parcel. Click on the link below. Declan Bailey from businesstechhelp.net is on the line. Hello, Declan. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I hear you're enjoying a 99. (laughs) Yes, I I was. It's finished. (laughs) I'm, I'm salivating here. Anyway, let's get to the meat of the matter, not the ice cream here. That message from Derek is is typical. It's doing the rounds at Mm. the moment. Common sense needed here, Declan. Well, you know, when you think of it, Jerry, it really is like the first thing you have to say to yourself is now, what delivery is coming to me? Did I actually order something? Is there a delivery due? And it's very easy to get caught up in something, let's say, if the other thing as well, I had a client the other day who ordered, let's say, on a Monday and got the text on a Tuesday just by wild chance. She had obviously ordered something on the Monday and she thought this is about the delivery. Mm. So she did click into it. But ordinary, you just say to yourself, um, have I got a delivery due? If you don't, don't click on it. Don't touch it. And even if you have, think twice about it. Because just the yeah. implications of clicking on that link are what, Declan? Well, it depends on what the information they're looking for you. So there's obviously a live URL on the link. You click it, it opens up a website. It's very easy now for the fraudsters to make a website look like, for argument's sake, DHL, whatever website it might be. And when it looks like that, people think, okay, this is the site I should be on. And then it just looks for you to almost log into your parcel to collect it or arrange delivery. And then you have to give them some information. And that's all they want off you. Mm, just the least uh, bit of just information. information yeah. so, uh, you have a couple of suggestions, one for the iPhone and one for Androids about mm. uh, doing something. Tell us about this. Well, the simplest thing is there is settings on both phones. So like the likes of iPhone, you just go into the phone settings and there's a setting there for click silence unknown callers. So when you click that, it kind of rejects the unknown callers. It doesn't let you know that it's coming in. It, it filters it out. But it's never going to stop it. Mm. The other thing that I would do is when you do get a call, and plus as well, not just the text, we're getting a lot of calls. Yes. When you see, and plus as well, what they're doing is they're masking the call. So the call is coming from outside the country. But the actual call, when you look at the caller ID, it looks like a Dublin number, 3531, and then a range of numbers. So that's how they're masking the call. And that's how people are actually answering those calls because they think, well, listen, Irish number is coming from Dublin. Okay, there's no name come up because I don't know who it is, maybe it's just somebody, you know, whatever it might be. But that's how they're getting you to take the call. All you need to do is just go in, if you did accept the call, 
go into your settings and just block that caller from then on in. Mm. If a number comes up that you don't recognise and it shows that it's outside the country, don't take the call and then just go into your call list, click on the call and go down and block the caller. Okay. So at least, you know, that's blocking it coming in. Same on Android then, just go into the settings on Android. A little bit different. It filters out the suspicious calls, just go to settings, then caller ID and spam and you'll see the settings there. But you need to do something because, my God, over the last month, especially the text, yeah. have been really, they've gone wild. Yeah, they, they have, really have, and that's why we are talking about. So on iPhone, silence unknown callers is what you need to yeah. go into. And, in and Android, that's in phone setting, it's caller ID and spam caller again spam. in settings. Now, uh, there's plenty of messages here. Here's another one, just an example of it. Uh, could you read this out in your show? Warn people not to answer this number. It's 0733429894. They're claiming they're from social protection uh, of illegal activities with your social welfare number. And uh, it comes up as well, this list are saying they've seen it come up this type of number under an 083 number this 083 thing yes yeah 083 seems to be very prevalent at the moment whatever way they're doing it but I suppose again when you think of it if you were a, a scammer it's very easy for you to sit down in the evening and think okay right I'm going to send out a text a phishing text and what am I going to say in it I'll say something about getting your vaccine mm. because everybody's either waiting yes because all you're doing is you're playing the numbers when you send out a text, like I said to you about the delivery, if you don't have a delivery coming, that text is a spam. It's not for you. But with the the actual um, virus thing, if they send you out a text and you've either had your vaccine or you're waiting for it, it's very easy for you to interact with that because you think, God, I better, what's this about? Yes. And you will interact with it. Mm. So it's, you know, people are just getting smarter and smarter ahead trying to scam you out of getting your information. Mm. You just have to hold back wait and just think about it. Try and look down a little bit more into the text message. With the URL, you'll see it. It mm. would be www. It would be a crazy domain name and then it might say forward slash DHL, let's say, or FedEx. But the original domain name would be crazy. Okay. So you this, just look at that and think, no, this is... Yeah, and that's good advice that. because so many people are waiting on that message to go mm. for the first mm. vaccine or the one-off or the second, the booster or whatever. It is a very uh, opportune time for these people to get get in and get at you. What's Flubot? Flubot is basically what they're calling the actual spam that's going around. So it's like a virus on your computer. Okay. You know, where you can download something and malware or a virus is being attached spyware. So that's what they're just calling for a mobile phone. It's very, very, um, well, I suppose the really only the handset that gets now is an Android phone because it's open source. Mm. So it's very easy for them to get into the software on your Android phone. The minute you click that, they can plant spyware or malware onto your handset. So again, it depends on what they want, if, if they want information from you or they want to get into your phone. So like if you said to yourself, well, my scammers are out there now at the moment trying to get my information. You don't know what they're looking for. Mm. So anything that's suspicious looking to you coming into your phone, just ignore it. Delete it straight away. Just don't interact with it. Yeah, I, I got one just before I came on air today. You think uh, they knew I was talking to you. This uh, unknown, that's all that comes up in it. Unknown, this thing. And I just okay. l- let it go through. Nothing has come on it. Or no caller ID. Now, I know some people yeah. use that themselves, yeah. but they're ones yeah. I'm very reluctant ever to go near. And what you will find as well, if you've ever had this, your phone will ring maybe twice. Mm. and then it'll hang up. And you go back and you'll see the missed call. Now, again, because there's something nosy in people, so you look at it and think, well, that must be somebody looking for me. Even if it wasn't an Irish number, you do try to say to yourself, God, would I ring these people back? You do not ring anybody back. 
No. They want you to ring back. Then it's a reverse charge. That's what happens then. Yeah, they want you to ring them back. They're on a reverse charge system. So the minute that call engaged, you're being charged for it. They're cleaning you out. You have been warned. Um, if you fancy another 99, you can go ahead there now. Listen, <laughs> Declan, as usual, thank you so much for joining me. You're brilliant. Hi, Jerry. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye-bye. That's Declan Bailey there from businesstechhelp.net. He's a great guy and you have been warned, as I say again. Let me tell you, tomorrow on Late Lunch, Oshin Mulligan is with us. A diet not recommended. You want to hear this tomorrow? He's very interesting. Brittany McIntaggart's here as well. She has some story, a local girl. Dernan's Cool Farm. We're going to hear all about it in the uh, Week County. Leon Blanche looks ahead to the weekend in sport. And I'll have another riddle on Friday just for you. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive. Stay with us here on LMFM Radio. Final late lunch of the week this first week in June. Tomorrow from 1.30. Be with us. Have a nice evening. See you then. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. We have the biggest range of light commercials in the Northeast with same-day business finance. So let our van specialist, Danny, find the commercial vehicle to suit your requirements. See blackstonemotors.ie. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves... Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.